steps will ensure that your home will serve as a biological or chemical safe haven. And we're back. We're back for another episode of Pixels and Pints. Tonight, we've got myself, Tom. We also have Peter. Hello. And Dan. Hi. And we're going to be talking about beers. We're going to be talking about a whole heap of shit. Stay tuned. And <laughs> Stay tuned for right now. <laughs> yeah, right now. Stay tuned. There's no ad breaks. No ad breaks. No. Yeah. So we're back. And look. I might have mentioned last time that we were going to start regular recording and then that didn't happen. <laughs> we're, still trying. In, we're trying. We're trying. We're trying, yeah. trying to get back into a groove. Yeah. And, and it's all been hard because everyone's life's upside down thanks to fucking COVID. It's not just the social isolation, distancing stuff. It's also transport suddenly complicated and you have to think about it. Um, you know, Tom can't just get on a train willy-nilly. He actually has to find his mask and... I did have to walk back into the house to grab my mask. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he, you walk out with your girlfriend's mask or you, your missus's mask with fucking flowers and shit on it. I asked... No, I, she, stole, she stole my batch mask. So I asked my girlfriend to get me a mask. She, she was buying masks and she said, oh, do you want me to get you one, Pete? And I said, yes, please. That would be great. And she said, what do you want? I said, something with skulls on it. Something manly with skulls on it. Manly, because men can't I like just, flowers. I was, I was kind of <laughs> taking the piss when I said it, but whatever. So... Fucking six weeks later and lost post later and, sh- yeah. the, you know, the person had to reship it a second time. It finally turns up and it's got skulls all over it and white lilies. And it's like, what the fuck? Did you not Did you not see the picture? Do you think I'm going to walk around in this? Just give me a plain fucking black mask. Thank you. So Did, Didn't want to look like uh, one, of the, one of the guys, one of my mates did exactly the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but it was his mother-in-law that he said, get one. Uh, and got it, and he goes, it looks like Captain Feathersword's fucking pyjamas, <laughs> was his exact quote. Yeah, and I'll probably fucking wear it now anyway. <laughs> just who gives a fuck, but it was just not not what I was expecting. Sugar skulls I would have handled, proper skulls I would have handled, skull and crossbones would have handled, but skulls and fucking lilies, who came up with that pattern to start with? It's a bit weird. It is mm. a bit of a mess. So, yes, we'll be recording on a when-we-feel-like-it basis, I think, for the for the time being. And slide maybe back into a fortnightly cycle when shit gets simpler. Where's postcode three nine two two? Three would be Victoria. Victoria, is it? Yep. Okay. Because it doesn't actually this this one I've got in my hand doesn't say where the brewery is. It's it Phillip just... Island, mate. It's cows in Phillip Island. It huh? says it on the top. It says it on the top. Brews and brooding cows, Phillip Island. And I'm in the ah, middle. Phillip Island. That's actually what I was looking for, but it doesn't say that on the back. It just says cows. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and I only know that cows is in Phillip Island because I've just happened to be doing a massive uh, network design for a customer who has a shit ton of sites in the middle of fucking regional Victoria. Hmm. So tasty. Okay. Well, we've got uh, Ocean Reach Brewing uh, peaches and cream sour, four point eight percent. Nice can, nice label. Yeah, Phillip Island. Nice beer. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, I've had a few of these beers. They've um. Oh, we didn't write anything on the board. Where is the board? The board's missing in action. Oh. We're just going to ad-lib tonight. It oh. currently has some random home, oh. home stuff on it. Yeah. Um, that beer is really quite tasty. It's obviously a kettle sour. It's not mouth-puckering, but it's got a lot of sweet, juicy notes. Reminds me of oh, a... Oh, um, shit. Wrong one. Um, yeah, it's nice and it's got that nice, creamy, lactosey feel to it. Um. Yeah, nice peach character to it. Soft peach character goes with the mm. sour on that well. Mm. Nice round body. 
It's got um. It reminds me of those uh, the fucking fruit ice cream uh, fruit ice box. What are they like called? Like a Weiss bar or something a like bar. that. No, not a Weiss bar. There was the Weiss has got is the, it a Tropicana the cream on the side? Oh, that's got a the icy stuff on the outside and Splice. the ice cream in the middle. No, no, no. I'm talking just a straight um straight tropical juice ice block. No ice cream at all. It's going to bug me until I remember it now. Okay. I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Though. Anyway. Anyway. It's really fucking good. We haven't even talked about it, thought about any topics. I haven't. I know that. Yeah. Oh, I've got I've got topics okay. up my sleeve, so it's all good. Well, one's probably got to be the Batman trailer. Yes, definitely has to be the Batman trailer. And wonderful that Pattinson's got now got COVID. So <laughs> yeah, poor bastard. Gonna delay. As things. does the Rock. Yeah, but and the Rock's entire family. Yeah, well, which sucks for them, but mm. I mean, it's not going to. We're not waiting for a movie from. Well, I mean, he's meant after, to be filming Black, Black Adam. Adam. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is too. But uh, that that'll got all. I don't of even a, know how I feel about that movie, to be honest. Yeah, I think he's an excellent choice for it. I think he's a perfect choice yeah. for it. Well, he's but been trying I, to do it for what, like ten years. Yeah, I know. I I really like him too. I I love his movies. Yeah, and, and he's that. and he's a bit down to earth. He takes a piss yeah. out of himself sufficiently. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, yeah. he and Vin Diesel, I I've got a soft spot for those two because they're action heroes that. Aren't wankers? Uh, I'm at Vin Diesel. Pretty sure he is <laughs> a wanker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. I've he had is. a lot of respect for him ever since he did the Dungeons and Dragons sit down video uh, okay. stuff. Yeah. No, I, th- I think, he, I think he's a bit of a tool. Yeah. Okay. That's why him. I'm and the a Rock, bit of a tool though. Him and the Rock you tolerate me. <laughs> yeah. Well, just <laughs> uh, him and the Rock don't particularly get on. I know they had a real falling out on the. Uh, would have been Fast, Fast and the Furious yeah. uh, okay. set. Yeah. Didn't know that. But have you seen the what's the what's the the Rock and um, Shaw? No, no. Uh, I Not digging say the new Kevin Kevin too. Hart, the uh, the one where Rock's the fat kid in high school, and then he oh, grows up to be it, see, counterintelligence yeah. or something. Counter-intel- yeah, I've seen yeah. That. Have you seen that? That's, oh that's man, <laughs> I have not seen it. Watch it. He's it's it's. Okay. I think it's one of his best comedy roles. He's just because he's obviously a mountain of a man, yeah. but he's just. Completely insecure from being a big fat kid in high school and being being teased and everything, but then latches onto the guy that rescues him in high school. I watched the first half an hour of that and turned it off in disgust. Actually, oh really? I thought it was great. I thought it was uh, funny. Yeah, as hell. I think I'm fairly certain I have because it's ringing too many bells. Uh, and it I starts in the school. Uh, yeah, it. it's a school, and then it's yeah. like Kevin Hart was like the jock, and now he's just like a dude. Dude. Yeah. And Kevin. Yeah, and The Rock was the fat kid, and now he's like. Yeah, I'm certain I started it and I'm certain I didn't finish it. But, you know, some of those types of things you've got to be in the right mood oh, for. It's, yeah. worth, it's worth a watch. It's uh, yeah. Not Just, digging the new microphone stand, by the way, Dan. No? It's too low. Yeah, I'm well, that's stooping. why I thought. That's why I asked you how high it went because yeah. it was a bit... Uh, but it'd do for... It'd do for if a, went to the bank. a random 89 yeah. and that. So Yeah, I'm trying to find... A way to make the podcasting gear more portable. So we have slightly smaller mics, and ironically, I think it looked a bit shorter. Ironically, it's, it's half the length and twice the weight. Go figure. Anyway, there's a joke in there somewhere, but yeah, well, the chody thing's yeah. probably yeah. on topic. That's, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Um, all right. Well, do you want me to kick off with the topic? Sure. If you don't want to talk anything more about the Batman trailer, or we'll get to that later. Uh, yeah. No. Let's Sorry, talk about I'm it now. Squeaky. I was... <laughs> Just yep. uh, sorry, adjusting my hip there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, let's talk WD about the Batman. <laughs> let's talk about the Batman trailer. What did we think about Patterson in the suit? Sorry, I will get there. It's just all. 
I'll, I'll probably fucking Sorry. blank all no, of that. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, Fuck y'all. Was that the, it's the family guy? It's Kim Cattrone's like... <laughs> you know what? I know that one. Brian has sex with the chick from uh, Sex in the City. Yeah. That's all yeah. here. She, and then she gets an oil can out and does yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. look, he looked good. Yeah, I like the suit. But they, they if it's only 25% filmed, they reckon he's going to have another more suits yeah. in the whole thing. So that'll be the first 20 I thought the suit minutes. was... Suit was um, acceptably dark and Batman-y. Well, from the initial those initial shots we saw of the bike and like the cemetery and stuff, yeah. where it was a, like that suit looks it looks so much better at seeing it in action. Which yeah. I think you said yeah, originally, yeah, when we first saw those photos, you're like, wait till you see it in action, like it'll look, it'll move better. Yeah, I don't think that was me. That might Someone's have been Chris. Saying. I don't remember. Or Ben. Or Ben. Yeah, I think Ben. Ben was defending it. Yeah, because yeah, I'm pretty sure I was taking the piss out of it. Yeah. It didn't look Batman-y, and, it, and neither did the fucking motorcycle for that matter. Well, see, all that's throwbacks to um, Zero Year. That was a Scott Snyder run in the... Because uh, this is new, set year two, isn't it? It's year two, yeah. yeah so almost the movie, yeah. So in uh, Zero Year, Gotham gets locked away by the Riddler. Gets absolutely isolated. It's kind of the whole Bane thing that um, he, I think he rigs the rigs the perimeter of Gotham, yeah, okay. uh, and threatens to blow it. So they they go into this semi sort of Last of Us overgrown Gotham. Um, Bruce is in there. Lucius is in there, and um, yeah, he's got a motorbike. He's got the crossbow, which is what, uh, what they're saying. The, the wrist the, crossbow. The gauntlets uh, yep. look like they've got the crossbow arrows on them. Yeah, probably have to pay um, Ubisoft some sort of royalty now. Yeah, maybe. Um, and the and he's got the uh, the the mocked up uh, sort of crossroad, um, half off road, half on road motorbike. Yeah, right. yeah. That, yeah so okay. that, that, that's a throwback to that, which I think works really well. I, I really like that. So, yeah. I've never actually seen Patterson in anything. I don't think. No, nor have I. We were talking about this the other night. I think I think he's a good actor from the bits that I've seen <laughs> him in trailers, but I've never I've never actually watched a full movie with him in. Yeah. I haven't sparkle had, in the moonlight. No, 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 no. I saw one of them when the girl I was dating at the time was obsessed with it, and I was like, "I think most guys our age that have seen that movie did it to get laid." Pretty much. Carry nope. on. Nope. Um, you didn't. Well, I've, you didn't see it. I've so never seen any of them. Nor, nor have I. But, but anyone who has Dan. Oh, anyone that has. Yeah, so, okay. Look, I was younger, and, and it worked for me. So whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm more just, power too, man. I'm just looking through the uh, ninety minutes for five minutes of, <laughs> of five fun. minutes. Oof, way to give me some extra time. <laughs> no, uh, I, I literally have not seen one. No, of Emma movies. went and saw, and I've got it downloaded, ready to watch, and no. she refuses to watch it again. But there's a movie he did with Willem Dafoe, The Lighthouse. Yes, we we spoke about this. Yeah, so I'd love to watch that. Yeah. It's she was like it's one of the weirdest films I've ever seen, but that's what he's been off doing. He's been doing all this like indie, indie stuff. art yeah, house sort really of stuff, indie art house stuff, and he's yeah, okay. developed as an actor apparently like massively. Well, if since the, world, the Twilight years, if the world would be in a normal situation, we all would have seen him in Christopher Nolan's Tenet. Oh well, Ben's seen that. I don't know. And yeah, he went to the well, movies to see it. Didn't he's, he? he's the only one. Yeah, yeah. That looks really fucking good. Yeah, it does look good. It looks like another Inception to me. Well, I had some, I had some guys come into Batch say it was like um, that. It's it's Inception two point plus whatever. It's like that much better. Like if you like that really meta sci fi, it's like you're gonna. Yep. Fucking love it. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm, cool. I'm, it's it's so good that uh, it's just original. Yeah, I'm just I'm just glad that it's not another 
remake or a sequel yeah, or yeah, a totally agree. Just, you can just start a to live rely action on version of a cartoon yeah like. you but can start to rely on christopher nolan for those sort of yeah. weird offbeat kind of yeah. original something it's not yeah. based on a book it's something that he's thought of and gone to a writer with and just mm. developed so what was the movie where they movie. used to curve the bullets and i'm sure wanted. it wanted and it kind of had that kind of feel along with the Adjustment Bureau, I think it was. Well, that was based off a comic book, wasn't it? The Pretty Adjustment, Adjustment Bureau. Bureau. Yeah. It's always no, wanted. 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 Yeah, so that was too. That yeah. was a graphic novel, what, I think. What's the Adjustment Bureau? So, um, they are time travellers who... Hang on. I've never heard of it. It's a really good movie, actually. Oh, it's a movie, not a series. It sounds like a series. It's, uh, it stars Matt Damon. Um, that guy's never going to leave that down. Oh. And Emily Blunt. Um, no, really good movie. The okay. affair between a politician and a contemporary dancer is affected by mysterious forces keeping the lovers apart. That sounds uh, like a really, really no. shit intro the, the, to a really the, fucking all, good they movie. They all wear hats. They all wear hats. The Adjustment Bureau guys yes. all wear hats. The, yeah. Yeah, it, it's almost Clockwork Orange in that yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah, right. it was really cool offbeat you, movie. Have you, have you seen it? No. I, I have seen it and I don't remember it, but I remember <laughs> that all the Adjustment Bureau guys wear hats, like fedoras and yeah, trench coats. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Worth Can't watching. remember it. I know they end up on a rooftop at the end <laughs> where whoever the guy is from the bureau is explaining what the whole thing to him and mm. that's all I remember. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, Fuck, it must be old. Uh, I didn't check the didn't check the release. God, you guys have smashed that. 2011. Yeah, we're not driving, man. Also, I had a really long day throwing kegs, so yeah, I'm pretty thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll crack the next one. Had a really long yeah, day. Really short recording for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we don't have any topics, so. No. Actually, I might have one. Go. But it's, well, it's, I'll keep mine up my sleeve. Are we finished with the Batman? Yeah, well, I mean, there's not much to talk about. I mean, we could disassemble the fucking. Oh, trailer, no, no, but, we're not. No. But, no. but no. I feel that we'd do it injustice and then Ben would be angry. Oh, I see what you did there <laughs> accidentally, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully the Court of Owls being in it. Um, um, I love the Court of Owls. I love the Court of Owls, but I don't know if I trust anyone to make a solid movie out of that concept. I, I, I don't, if, if I think it would be good not to have them because this is meant to be a trilogy. So oh, right. I think this would be. Didn't even know that. Great to just have them. I mean, as, everything's got to be a trilogy these yeah, days, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, true. Great to just have them as a shadowy figure, mm-hmm. uh, and mm. then um, and then have the second and third one more about. Court of Owls. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, sir. What are we tasting uh, this now? This is the new Sydney brewery. Um, this is Slow Lane Brewing. Uh, they're in Botany. Um, this is their Botany Vice. Uh, a Botany mixed, uh, fermented sour ale. So I'm not going to read the huge blurb on the back because um, we'll leave that to Ooh, Tom it's once later. F- <laughs> it's, it's dank on the nose, I can tell you that. Uh, for family owned. I wouldn't say dank, it's funky. Oh, open fermented. Mm. Okay. Naturally carbonated. So okay. So it's a oh, wild okay. ferment? It is a wild ferment. Uh, Pilsner malt, wheat malt, SARS. Uh, no, what? Not a Hopefully wild it doesn't give you SARS. Uh, it, um, Haven't they cured that yet? <laughs> spelled <laughs> spelled <laughs> differently anyway. <laughs> Czech SARS. Um, it's got uh, Gavik yeast and Brettanomyces. So that'll be the. That's the breadiness, the, yeah. The, the, the dankiness. The, um, some quike. Yes. Vike. Um, say it. And lacto. Oh, you're giving some to the non-beer drinker. That's not a I good am. idea. <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to try everything. Oh, it's, right? it's not over overly bretty. 
She's a little bit. Oh, and she and likes she it. And she got a thumbs up. Yeah. Su- surprising somewhat because it is offbeat in terms of a non-beer drinker. It's not It's not really a flavor or a smell profile you'll get out of anything that's not beer. It's pretty interesting to say here that this beer is- Super a, light. This beer mm. is a living Super product light. that will continue to develop further complexity over time. Right. Released, so, released July 2020, best before July 2022. Yeah. Okay. Might be worth getting some and hiding them. Cellarering. Yeah, yeah, I wish I would have read that and not opened it. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Sorry, Pete. There's, You'll there's, have to go and buy There's one. plenty more at Beer go Cartel. And, go and spend another 150 bucks at Beer Cartel. I, I've got to say, I don't, I don't know if it's just because Beer Cartel cycles so much stock that they've got a, a broader range in terms of breweries, but I walked in there and found six or seven breweries, Australian craft breweries I've never heard of. So, it's nice to kind of expand a little bit. And well, the, 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 I mean, the thing at the moment <laughs> is you'll start to see that more because everybody that is wasn't packaging before has now been forced to package. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Of otherwise course, otherwise they don't have a business. Yeah, so that's a really good start, point. Actually, I hadn't thought about you'll that. You'll start to see that pop up more and more. Got to say, um, the uh, just speaking of, you can tell which ones are like. Well, you will likely be able to tell which ones fall into that category of packaging for the first time because I have to. Because, for example, I can tell that's a very similar canning line to the very first canning line you guys had at the Australian Brewery. It's just a silver can with a oh, I mean that's that's with a decal just kind of attached. Case. I to mean it. that's that's anywhere. I mean any any lines do that. Pretty sure I could print that on my printer at home. It feels like inkjet paper. Anyway, um, really fucking good beer though. Yeah, it's nice, nice and light. So, yeah, good. Mm. So they're they're gonna do a whole bunch of um, slow lane brewing. Yeah, botany. So botany, I think botany they only base. opened not that long they ago. Been open actually, very long at all. No. it's um, not just light bodied. It's three point two percent, so it's sessionable yeah. as fuck. But they're all. I think they're just doing funky sours. Yeah, they're okay. Not, uh, yeah, they are. I might go have to hunt the guy down and marry him. I'm down for funky sours. You are down for a funky sour. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, not too much of the microwave makes it into the podcast. Ah, the, the beeping microwave. will. That's all right. It's just um, the microwave. Yeah, so I think Batman, good. Two thumbs up. Very excited to see. When's it due out? In like well, two, 2021, now. surely. Next next year. Yeah, yeah, 21. Next year was there, was what Matt Reeves said, but who knows now. It depends on if Pattinson's got it, then some of the other crew or cast might. Show I symptoms and get yeah. knocked out. Yeah. And so, what's the delay there going to be? Just DC are just. I know you can't this, help that sort of shit, but DC are just hopeless about. It. They always say, "Oh yeah, well it's due out in fucking four years." I was like, Come on. Why even announce it at that point? Yeah, um, but even the Snyder's both the um, uh, BVS and Justice League. Mm. They were like, they had a trailer, and then they weren't released for another two years or something. Yeah. So it just it's just ridiculous what they do. Why bother Marvel's investing the time and money to build the trailer? Because obviously they're going to do graphics. They've got pull to your fucking finger out and get it finished. Done. The movie, yeah, yeah. Well, it's all so. the reshoots they have to go and do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> when they sack a director. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, look, if the if COVID had hit like ten years in the future, we wouldn't have it wouldn't have even had an impact on Hollywood because it just would have been CGI replacements for the actors anyway. Well, and the here, using- stick these white dots on your face and record it at home on your iPhone, and we'll just turn it into the and fucking movie at the other end. Or actors, a couple of actors on set, and using the Mo-cap. the volume that Mandalorian uses. The volume. That- have you not watched the making of the Mandalorian on Disney Plus yet? I have not. So they use they use they call it the volume, and right. it's it's uses the Unreal Engine, uh, and they have a couple of foreground props. Yep, and that's it. 
and then everything else you see, ins- ins- internals and externals, uh, are 100% created on these floor to ceiling that curve over the, the yep. edge of the ceiling. Um, uh, Green screens. screens. And what it does is it, uh, it tracks the camera. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, they set the background uh, and then you can the, when they show how do I explain this when there's a camera behind Rapidly. the camera that's that's yep. being filmed you can actually see the picture on the background moving in line with the camera so it yeah, stays okay. in the correct perspective for yep. the yeah, the right. actors that are there uh, so there's no sets so the the office where he meets the uh, the imperial um, Garrison guy where he gets the the first bounty for mm-hmm. the, the I would child. like to see the baby yes him. <laughs> Uh, that office, <laughs> there's, really there's a table and there's a couple of crates uh, like just behind the stormtroopers and then 100% of everything else is all digital on screen Jesus, with the actors Fuck in they've the come room. a long way, haven't they? Yeah. Well, uh, John Favreau developed this when he was doing The Lion King. Yeah. So what he did was... Which was a fucking flop apparently. Well, yeah. So what he did was they... The the entire environments were uh, created digitally, mm. and then he had a VR camera. Mm. So he put a VR headset on and literally had the camera in his hand, and then he could walk around the room and get the shots that he wanted with this this camera. So he yep. virtually filmed it in VR, and then all they did there was use that same technology, but had the the tracking on the screens behind yeah. with the real yeah, actors in front. And oh, it, wow. and it'll go to that and they just film it on a sound set. But they so. I mean I rewatched um Alita uh last week. Yeah. I still watched it. Cuz the girlfriend hasn't seen it. Really? I didn't make it all the way through. It's like 499 a rent, man. Got, oh really? You got, got bored. bored. Yeah. <sighs> Look, it's yeah, I got I got I, it on I, the I computer ready it. to go. I, I, I will watch it eventually, it. but just I just haven't had time lately. Hmm. Um, no, I thought it was uh, it was worth watching a second time from my perspective. Look, and it oh, it, it looks amazing, and it like, ends it ends in a manner that it's clear that they want to do more movies. Whether or not they actually do, how many movies have ended on a you know to be continued and they never get fucking continued. But um, no, it was it got a bit soft towards the end, and you could see the build up to the next film, which is always a bit of a anticlimax because you don't get the high that you expect out of the end of the story because it's not the end of the fucking story. Um, uh. But apart from that, um, the graphics on it were amazing, and that's that. And, and that's a movie where they're not trying to make the main character look human. They're, yeah. It's they've attempted to make it super realistic, and it fucking well is. But it's but they mess with her facial features enough that you can't ever think that it's a human. But even the guy that plays Ajax in Deadpool, whatever yeah. the English guy, uh, he's got what his the front part of his face on the. The body on screen and yeah. all the rest is just cybernetics, and he looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. I mean, and um, Cyborg in BVS, or was it Justice League? Justice League, Justice yeah. League is is almost the same. There's lots of pieces to that that's CGI. Yeah. So I mean, we're almost at a point where um, you could replace actors, Hollywood actors, with mm. Hollywood replicas. The fact that we've got a deep fakes engine now that you can pretty much do a porno with anyone that you fucking know with ten minutes of video footage, which is a scary, scary thing. Or have them say and do whatever the fuck you want. Um, if you've got a deep fakes engine that can do that, then put that in Hollywood and you've got a movie without the actors. So, like I said, if COVID had hit 10 years in the future, we wouldn't have had any yeah, interruption no whatsoever. Mm. It well, just for, the enter- does, for the entertainment industry. Does, still <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah well. But it, it does make you question where the where Hollywood's going long term. Oh, well, there's... Um 
There's uh, not going to be jo- likeness. Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt had an interview the other day where he's like, uh, the future of storytelling is in video games, not in movies. Yeah. Huh. That's what his quote. He's like, the the depth you can go to in telling a story in a video game is so much more in, like involved and you know the person experiences it at a deeper level. Yep. I was like, yeah, 100%. I like, find that to be an excellent... Um, just going to make sure that I'm calling it the right thing here. Uh, an excellent um, segue into the Netflix series I'm watching at the moment, which I believe is called Level Up. It's a uh, yeah. history of video games on Netflix. Oh, uh, yeah, I do want to watch that. <coughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah I was going to start it the other night. It's yeah. brilliant in some surprising ways. Like it, it covers the very start, the burgeoning start of video games from co- from coin-op, how that was made, you know, um, from, from Pong up to... I'm, I think I'm in epi- I finished episode four out of six and I'm at the Genesis, the Sega Genesis and why they invented Sonic the Hedgehog the way that they did, what the plan was for Sega to kind of bust into the N- Nintendo market, how they made it sexy, how they got Madden on board for sports games and that's what EA was started. Um, but at the same time, and I am kind of dating a, a bit of a social justice warrior so I kind of pick these things up a little bit more than I would have 12 months ago. But I find it cool that they've they've found a way to make it very inclusive. So it just so happens that the guy that won the original Nintendo World Championship, which is US only, identified as a female. And the and the first place that he could forget the fact that he was born male was playing video games. So they mm. kind of brought that in. Um, the guy who um, you know has a cool story about getting into Sega to help make Madden, I think, 95, was successful in, in switching... He was a black gay guy in the 80s and 90s. And obviously back back then, you know, they were talking about AIDS being gay cancer. And it was, you know, Buchanan was, out, you know, on the American political stage telling everyone that that's what happens when God strikes you down for being unnatural. All that sort of mm. really fucked up shit that those guys went through. So he was the first guy that managed to get a African-American representation in a video game for the first time in history. And he turned all of the AFL, all of the gridiron players in Madden 95 black. And he was so they've found a way to talk about the history and the story of of video games in a really cool way, but also make it surprisingly inclusive. Yeah, well, I mean, it's probably the stories that were never told in the back back mm. in the day. Absolutely. Well, one because there was no internet when, when these things were coming out, and two, but, no one gave a shit. Like it wasn't a yeah, story well, that was relevant or yeah, interesting yeah. or yeah. And I, I, the stories itself, like the history of the games, how they came about. Um, why the Japanese, and I, I don't remember any of their names, that I feel terrible about that. But, you know, all of the inventors from from the guy who invented Space Invaders sat there and drew a flying saucer and drew a crab. And then he's got a grid of like an 8-bit grid on his page next to it where he's drawn the boxes for the pixels yeah. as to try and represent the crab in 8-bit crap. Um, all the way to why did the Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog become Sonic the Hedgehog? Mm. You know, the Japanese guy came out into Central Park in New York and drew three characters and literally just walked around showing teenagers what character looks faster and better and cooler. And everyone said the hedgehog, so that's how you ended up with Sonic the Hedgehog. So, yeah, well worth watching the series. Very cool in terms of watching the history unfold and the so- stories that went behind it. Have you seen the things that are popping up lately of the um, uh, modders who are trying to put doom on everything? The original uh, yeah. What? So they got it onto the... They got it on a Tesla. They got it on a Mikey reader in the Melbourne tram. So the little <laughs> the Opal card reader on yeah, the Melbourne yeah. trams. You could play the original Doom on that. And then yesterday How? I saw... What's the interface to it? 
It's got like a little LCD screen on it. Right, but it's not touch sensitive. So how do you actually play the game? Oh, I, I don't know how he plugged it in, but yeah, you, you, I watched it. You watched the video, and he's doing it. Someone got it on a pregnancy test. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's like this the tiniest little screen, but it's uh, it's like playing an eight bit version of Doom, and you can like you can oh, actually what a pregnancy insane, test. Yeah. It must be one of those reusable ones if it's got an LCD screen. But yeah, it's it's the it's how favorite. bad are you at it if you need a reusable pregnancy <laughs> test? Well, I, if you're trying, yeah, well, I guess okay, fair, fair call. I'm probably, fair call. <laughs> I'm yeah. probably wrong. Yeah. Actually, I, I retract that statement. LCD <laughs> screens are that cheap to manufacture these days. They probably are still on the disposable ones. But you imagine how much fucking weird landfill shit. I mean, we're told to recycle our mobile phones. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, it's gone to a but strange yeah, place. Yeah, Doom. You can look back. <laughs> it's just like it's now a challenge. What can you run Doom on? Well, I know the. I thought it was funny when they got it on the Tesla because the fire button was the horn. <laughs> so, so whatever I saw it was saw it on. I think it was a game ranks thing. They were yeah. saying, "Yeah, you'd be sitting in your driveway playing Doom on your Tesla, and the neighbors be getting pissed off at you every time you shot, <laughs> beeping the horn." That's that's cool. That's impressive. Yeah. So yeah, no, well worth watching. Level up. Yeah, I've really, I've heard, I've heard great things about. It. I really wanted to watch it. On that side of it, I watched Ready Player One as well. Finally. Oh, that's great. What'd you think? I really liked it. Mm. It was good. Oh, really I've, good. I've introduced a few people to that game to that movie who have no interest in video games or video gamers, other than the guy sitting next to them on the couch, obviously. Um, and they've absolutely fucking loved that movie. Yeah. I think it was just a it was a very good surrealism like Story. A, a really a, a I say this in quotation marks, an artificial world because yep. it's a movie, so it's an artificial world anyway. Mm. But a, a good really good artificial world uh, representation. I mean I think it was it they they showed I guess everything that you would expect people to do if there was a a world like that. Yeah. That yeah. fucking what was it, Planet Doom or something? Yeah, Planet Doom. I thought that was excellent. That'd be so much fun. If Especially anything, if it was in that fidelity. Yeah. I think some of the complaints were that there were too many pop culture references, but I've got to say, being you know, we grew well, have up. You read in the, that have you read the era. book? No. The book is chock full of references at the time, but they're all eighties based. Like it's all Which is what we grew up yeah. with. But it's yeah. like it's it's like you know it's weird being that movie look, had yeah like it had I think the complaint was probably that they had too many modern ones that shouldn't have fit with the story because uh, there was like the characters from like Overwatch and like yeah. Master Chief was in there who wasn't in then they were never obviously in the original yeah. yes you've but, got to make but, it relevant to yeah yeah and it's set in the future so Master Chief would be old school by the time that movie was presenting as the present halo 75 or something yeah, yeah like so i i don't have any issues with that i, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie i've, I've watched it six or seven times and it oh, was just great. it was just a good adventure that's it, all it was it was a good it's a each, fucking spielberg movie yeah right? it was just so, yeah and, and that's it, it was digital indiana jones yes yeah, yeah very much yeah 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 100 right spielberg yeah yeah it was good well i'm pretty sure it was spielberg no it was no. yeah yeah uh and then it was james cameron that did uh alita i think Yes, I think so. Don't I was going to say don't it. open that because I was going to take a quick break between it the second and third bit. sit there a little bit open. Okay. All right, I think we'll just take a quick break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. He was getting ready to pour. That's fine. And we're back and I'm not Tom's dad. Yay. <laughs> and you've got a can for what you just poured as well. I have it now. All right, we are drinking... From the Sea Legs Brewing Company. Another one I've not heard of. Uh, no. I think that would Queensland, I think I read on Kangaroo them. Point, Brisbane, Queensland. There, there you go. go. Uh, this is their tropical lager. Um, 
And what they say on the can is, it's a style that has no traditional home, yet is perfectly at home on the beach or while you're on holidays. An easy drinking clean lager with a generous tropical fruit hop punch. A new world style lager that celebrates vibrant tropical hop flavors and aromas in an understated laid back Queensland kind of way. Understated is definitely the right word for it. Brewed under the is. story I, bridge, if that helps anyone. I don't mind it. I, did, I picked it exactly to be a palate cleanser it, through behind the, those two clean. sours. It's certainly clean. Yeah, so it's. I think it's just a tropical lager. It's yeah. got I that do enjoy slight, a tropical lager. That slight hop character. Um, could be a bit cold. It's been sitting on the table for about forty minutes now, so that's how that's how bad. Um, yeah, it's not bad. But I think everything about it's fine. I mean, it yeah. absolutely it hits the mark for all the things. You're not going to have it too too Out hop there. punchy for yeah. for the style that it is. So no, I like it. It's yeah. good. Does Some, what it says on the can. You'd easily smash yep. that on the beach. It's got that yep. citrusy bitterness to it. Yeah. Which is what you'd expect out of the style too. Do you mind, Kara? on the table. Podcast cat on the table, head-butting the microphone. Sure uh, Ass-butting the microphone yeah. at the moment. <laughs> uh, it'd be so funny if she passed wind on the mic. <laughs> well, Something I'm even rarely funny, hear even from funny, a cat. Even funny because it'd be straight into your face. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're going Ghost of Tsushima and then uh, I want to hear Tom's further comments on uh, Avengers. Then we're going to move into No Man's Sky after that. Oh, yes. Go nuts. Ghosts. Ghosts. Yes. Well, I've... I've don't I've gone from having two months of all the playing time in the world to now having no playing no time in the world. Time. Yeah, because <laughs> I am stupid and have two jobs that I work too much at. Um, With the hospitality industry ramping up again. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. We'll, we'll go into another lockdown soon. It's a shitty time to complain. Oh, about, I don't fucking say that. <laughs> um, I could use some sleep, but uh, no, no, it's uh. Ghost is every time I get to sit down and play it, I only get like maybe like forty five minutes or an hour, like. If I like, otherwise I get like a day off and I've smashed everything in the morning and then I have my session in the afternoon, but I love it. I get, I just love running around in that, that world. It is so enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys knew my apprehension going into it. Yeah. And uh, slowly. You've finished as, it now, haven't you? Yeah, I finished it. Yeah. yeah. And slowly, slowly as it went on and I got more and more, I found more and more things to enjoy about it. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. discovered the hidden shrines. The hidden shrines. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I. I'd always there's these little like you know and little things happen when you do the bow to them. Yeah, uh, the fox ones. No, 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 no. Oh, the the the, uh, the ones little... where you get the charms. No, 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 no. Oh no, the actual hidden. The actual ones. hidden ones. Oh, I've okay, discovered yeah, a few yeah. of them, and so, I don't know yeah. what the fuck you guys are talking about. So there's like a little you're walking around the world, and it's like there was one. I was like there was a tree next to a pond, very like idealistic, big red flowered tree. Yep. Beautiful little pond, and it was like perfect sunny day in the world. But there's this little sign, and it had a, a like a bowing symbol, mm-hmm. and I'd read that if I find those, I should bow. And then like all these like magical butterflies like surround me, and it's like meant to be like they're just scattered throughout the world. But there's no indication that you're near one. Yeah, you okay. just literally have to look for it. That's cool. And it forces yeah. you to observe the environment. Probably. And those signs aren't always at them all. Yeah. So if you if you find something that looks a little just a part of the world that looks a little unusual, yeah. Uh, if you find you bow. Bow and something like the the flowers, the fireflies, a bunch of frogs, fish. Yeah, just uh, the wind will just kick up particles and swirl around you. It's just a beautiful little addition to it. Yeah, um, yeah. The I just got the five strike showdown. Yep, with the oh. Sakai armor. Yep. Tell you what, did I feel like the, <laughs> the biggest <laughs> <baddest> <laughs> <off>. oh. <laughs> Just you know. 
striking five guy, five big like, and they were one when I did it, it was all big brutes. Yeah. So I killed five like giant brutes, which normally you have to like whittle them down. Yeah. But I killed the five in like one hit, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm a fucking samurai. That's right. You heard me." Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but interesting to your play because I know you played it like pure samurai. I've found myself leaning more into the ghost tactics. Yeah. But I'm wearing samurai armor, so it's like I'm just. Which is what it says on the back of the box, right? That was the the blurb for the. Actually, I wear the traveling the armor mostly. Oh really? Yeah, and I put on my straw hat and like. Okay, and yeah. just wander around in just the traveler's armor. Yeah. 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 No, I go. I go full. Fully upgraded Sakai armor. Have yeah. you fully upgraded the yeah. yeah with the fucking antlers? Yeah, the antlers they do look sick. So the family armor that you get, I'm talking to Pete now because Pete hasn't played it. Mm. Um, the the family armor you get when you it's got nice cosmetic upgrades as you go the armor and it just gets beefier as you yeah. go up. Yeah, um, always <clears throat> rewarding. The Sakai family armor when you get to the top tier, the helmet, the black shingled samurai helmet that you have has deer antlers on it yep like proper big deer antlers what's the uncle's one got it's got a different type of horns on it because your your uncle's sort of the main samurai i uh, don't think oh, i don't know oh, I, I haven't got it, it. Or do i get it no you don't get it he wears it oh, so I can't it, it's, it's, it's a nice scene. it's a, yeah it's a nice um comparison between the two families yeah like the the sakai armor with the the sort of you get a couple of different samurai armors there's yeah the, and then the Gosaku one. Oh, uh, yep. But that's got like the big curled, like looks like more like the like ceremonial armor. Yeah. But it's, yep. man, the detail is insane. Like it's. They're supposed to be lions, aren't they? With those swirly things on the cheeks. I don't know. I don't know. I, have to look that up. I don't know. Is there lions in Japan? I don't think there's lions in Japan. Yeah, I don't know, actually. Yeah, I don't that's think it would point. be a lion then. <laughs> well, if there aren't lions in Japan, <laughs> probably not supposed to be lions. Um, I actually don't know. Well, I mean, but Japan's always been pretty close to China. It's not like they moved around, right? And they're certainly... Yeah, it's well, close to that continent. It's well, they're not lions, actually. They're, I was going to say you've got Siberian tigers. Tigers and everything, yeah. But, yeah, anyway. And bears, oh my. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as I got is I watched the intro sequence and you run down the beach and then I had to turn it off. All I can tell you about the game so far is it's the first game that's taxed the fuck out of my PS4 Pro. Yeah, you were saying that. I I didn't I've, notice. I've, it, I've noticed it on mine, yeah. but I've got I've got. I it was like I had a fucking heater running on nuclear power in my living yeah. room. Yeah, a lot of people said that, but they said that with Last of Us Two. But I didn't get it in Last of Us Two. But I've got it in Ghosts. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm gonna. Mine's probably due for a vacuum. Get I'm, all the dust out of it. Yeah, there. mine is too. I checked yeah. mine out the other day. Uh, I'm gonna chuck it on uh, Kurosawa mode. And um, I tried starting, it the other day. Yeah. Like I tried one, I was with the the Arrow Master, yeah, um, and we were doing one of the missions, and I was like, oh, I'll chuck it in, and like at first, I when I first like kind of played with it, I was like, put it on for like a minute, and I was like, oh, that's cool, it goes like all grayscale. The sound they do, yeah. they make it sound like it's an old like it's tinny and like like proper what is it like fifty five seventy five mil yeah like film. It yep. sounds yep. like that, but. Fuck! It made it hard because you don't none of the like you, yeah, the, you're so used yeah, the to the audio color. Cue. Oh, and the color, yeah. Seeing the color of like, but even like I was trying to find they were in because there's a lot of this tall white grass, mm. and when it goes like pure black and white, but it's like old school. It's like not very contrasty. Yeah. And then if some dude's in the grass like firing arrows at you, like where the fuck uh. is this guy? <laughs> Couldn't find him forever. Like I just ended up running, and then I was like finally like bumped into him. I was like, oh okay, here go. Bye. There goes your head. See yep. you later. But yeah, it was. I wasn't prepared for just how hard I made it, but 
it did feel pretty cool playing it like that. Yeah. But yeah. It's just it's so visually beautiful. I think it's just such a waste to do that on your first playthrough. Yeah, hundred percent. The 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 color the color palette they've used for that game is insanely good. And massive audio cues in the whole thing. Mm. So so the the birds lead you to side missions. There's no markers for the side missions until you get close to them. Yeah, okay. So the, there's birds, yellow birds in the so there's a whole story element to it about your mother and your father and and the animals in the world that are leading you to certain things. Yep. Um, and the, the birds lead you to the side missions or points of interest or headbands or just yeah, okay. bits, bits and pieces. But if you hear them chirp, you, you know there's one oh, around. Yeah, you so then, yeah, yeah. then you start looking for them. There's, yep. no, there's no marker. There's no mini-map to start with. Mm. Yeah, okay. The, 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 the use of the wind to direct you to the next mission. Um, and I, I didn't – you can activate the wind to – blow to show you where you need to go for any mission. Yeah. But uh, I didn't realize until probably halfway through that just the ambient wind uh, Oh yeah, it's always it, blo- it's yeah. still blo- it's always blowing towards your uh, your destination. It's not just a random That's it's cool. Not just a random direction, so you don't actually have to activate it unless you can't see grass or leaves or something yep. like that. Yep. So. Yep. No, but it's a absolutely beautiful game. The the combat system's fucking fantastic. Yeah, um, I will play it. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm almost at the point where I'm bored of No Man's Sky. Yeah, so yeah, there's some other cool things in it as well that I've really enjoyed. Like, um, I I've never really like I've been doing a few of the haikus and like I feel like a shit like teenage poet whenever. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> especially when you forget like the first couple of lines you picked, like you get distracted halfway through, yeah. and it's just like, oh wait, and then you read it back, and it's like, oh dear, like that makes no sense. Um. But something that I would have been, it's cool to see is depending on how you play, the world reacts to it. So the way uh, Dan would have paid, played, he would have had a lot more sunshine and like brighter days. But because I'm using a lot more ghost tactics, it goes all dark and stormy. Yeah, cool. Because it's like, that's know, really fucking cool. Yeah. 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 It's, but it's, it's like, nice. it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's pretty subtle. It's like, you'll be hot, you'll start like, so I start with like the showdown and it's all like sunny. But then as I like creep around and like, you know, stab guys in the throat, it's like starts to cloud over. And it's like, yep. oh, I didn't know. Like until I read it, I was like, oh, I didn't even pay attention to it. But once you pay attention to it, you like don't it's miss just it. the ambiance. Yeah, so but, that's, but that's the yeah. whole point of ambience, right? Yeah. It should be subtle and in the, the background the, and not noticeable. The whole noticeable. game is steeped in it. Like yeah, just cool. everything, everything well, about the, it. It's a Japanese game, right? Like they, they love their symbology. It's Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just so well done, and well, so I, many yeah, and so many Japanese game developers have come out and said, "Why the fuck didn't we make this? Yeah, yeah. why have we like they're so impressed with the way this American company's come in and made this? Truly it's, an, it's an American company, yeah, suck, suck, a, a, suck bunch. a bunch. The guys behind Infinite, yeah, fuck, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, they're based out of Seattle, I pretty think. sure they're yeah. Seattle, yeah, yeah, but like they're. Like, I mean, video games, as I can now tell you, having watched the series, all started in Japan. So, I mean, most yeah. of the most of the symbology that we still see in games today was painted by Japanese painters, and the concepts all came from yeah. over there. Well, I get, I get, maybe they just thought that it's their culture, and it might not have spread well outside of the country. I yeah, don't know, but mm. I mean, it does. I mean, it does. They've just done it so well. And I think it was one of the the guys who worked with Kojima. He was being interviewed by Kotaku or something, and he was just like. I am so thoroughly impressed with the way they've done this. And it's just like, it's it's a true like love letter to our culture. And it's like, it's beautiful, but it's embarrassing because we should have done this. Like, mm. yeah, a Japanese company should have made this game. Yeah. And it's like, we've, like he was, yeah. The, so good. The, the, question, the question with that is how accessible would it have been? If, because yeah. Because how, uh, 
Well, I struggle enough. with JRPGs, right? I, I struggle with Metal Gear Solid because yeah. it's so yeah. it's so Japanese menus and that that over the top uh, cinematic style and yeah. the weirdness to it, and, and the stuff. cinematics go for like. An hour, yeah, and and there's there's no well in my mind there's no huge amount of cohesion between shit that's happening in the world and everything like that. So as where this is, it's very much a Western take on the the Japanese the Japanese culture Culture. done obviously very respectfully respectfully that's the term I was looking for yeah. So just a bit brilliant. I fucking love it. I think it's great and it's well worth playing and and it's not. It's not drenched in shit to do. It's not like an Assassin's Creed map. It's not like the Witcher map. There's yeah. there's there's interesting stuff that you want to do. All of the side characters are interesting. The people yeah, you Lady Masaka, she's a bitch. She's yeah. a bad bitch. Yeah. yeah. And and then just the the extra mechanics that you get, you get the the boss showdowns. Mm. Um you get the the jewels, uh the one on one jewels. Which are fucking excellent. Just walking into those dueling rings and just finding them are always beautifully set mm. under waterfalls or on the beach or yeah. in a field of grass or like it's it's so samurai esque and it's just yeah. they just absolutely nailed the feel of it absolutely on the head so yeah it's awesome yes so, and then do you want to go No Man's Sky or Avengers no no go No Man's Sky because I the Avengers is still in its plastic wrap we played the beta day didn't you? I did play the beta yeah. yeah okay um well that's what I've been playing instead of Ghosts. Yes, because I, I wanted to crack out the and um, in VR of all things, wanted to crack out the VR. I've got to say, I probably only actually played in VR about thirty percent of the time because it is oh, okay. such a time sink game that it gets weary wearing VR for like a six seven sure. hour session. So, uh, and there's times where you just want to just play the fucking game. You don't want to the, the rigmarole of getting the the um the helmet out and sticking it in on sticking it on your head and yeah, I just find I get lazy. Um, but they have done a lot with the game since it was released. So I played it when the the game was first released and it was steeped in controversy around the fact that they didn't deliver anything that was on the back of the packaging. They got sued successfully for... Like, there was a class action yeah, against them say, for false action, advertising. Yeah. Um, it's a whole new but game. They, they could have just packed up and gone, fuck it, from there. But to, to their absolute five-man developer team. Yeah. Built and they a- got flooded out. Uh, yeah. Like... Most of the way through the development had to start almost from scratch or yeah. something. Yeah, so. I, I didn't read that. I read recently it was a, it was actually only five guys in the original company yeah. when they when they started making this game. And even now they're doing something different. They're not doing a sequel to No Man's Sky, but there is talks that they're doing something of equal scale. Um, they've got a team, I think, of fifty, but they've only got fifteen people working on this new game. They've released another one yeah. since that's uh, like an isometric uh, fantasy adventure one, or yeah, is that the are, one you're talking about? No, no, no. So, so they've done that um, in the meantime. Apparently, that, that's pretty good too. Yeah, I don't remember it's what the name. Getting good let, reviews. Let me look it up. Um, I just the, the, this. It is the kryptonite to someone like a, a video game player like me who likes to complete everything in a game. Oh yeah. So you can't you can't visit every planet. And I, I googled it again. It's something know, it's, that has come up yeah. recently, but the last yeah. campfire. That's it. So I googled it recently. How how long would it take to visit every planet in No Man's Sky? There are two hundred and fifty five galaxies worth of planets, totaling yeah. up to more than eighteen <laughs> quintillion worlds. If you, it would take you nearly five hundred and eighty five billion real life years to visit all the planets. 
So it's just not a game you're ever going to see everything in. No. And and I've got to say, like it. Did you get to name something though? Did you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every every planet that you find, you discover and you discover all the flora and fauna because you're in your own little instance of that galaxy to start with. Oh, okay. I so thought it was all multiplayer is in the game now, but you have to go to kind of a multiplayer hub, which you uh, like you summon a um, okay. summon a space anomaly, and that's that's where all the other players are, and then gotcha. you can go off and do missions together. But your instance of the galaxy is separate to everyone else's sure. instance of that same galaxy. Yep. But it's all procedurally generated yep. anyway, so their galaxy and yours are going to be completely it's different. It's not going to look the same, yeah. Um, there are some things that are formulaic and, you know, there are, there's probably six or seven different varieties of biome for planets. You can have like a, a, a decaying moon and it's going to be all fucking, like no no greenery anywhere. It's going to be, you know, like the moon. Um, and you'll find resources on it that you would expect, like you can mine for uranium, but you're never going to be able to mine for carbon because there's nothing there. It doesn't there. exist yep. yet. Um, and so it does get a bit formulaic, but you do have anomalies. Every now and then, I I went to a planet the other day where all of the flora and fauna were meaty balls, and they look like meatballs on sticks. So you you and there's tetrahedral worlds where everything's a polygon. So the animals are these weird triangular poly polygonal fucking creatures, and all the flora. Like even the the um, which is all just a done through the it's just randomly generated yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. procedurally just pick something weird and it's and still just throw shit together I've got to say it is it is immensely satisfying to get in a ship on a space station in VR fly kill some pirates go land on a planet and have no loading screen it's just all one hundred percent seamless um, it's still a feat of engineering that they managed to make it work that way and that a team of five guys could come up with. Essentially, a an algorithm that generates their game for them. Mm. But there's some cool stuff that they've added in. There's now actual quests. There's a point to the game. There's a bit more to it. But it's also still very much a Minecraft-style game where you can lose hours just walking around a planet, doing nothing. collecting resources, building some shit for the sake of absolutely no point. Yeah, I have a humongous base with doors that have... And, and this is the other thing. They've implemented some basic logic gates into the game. So when you build a door, it's open. Because if the power cuts and the door defaults to closed, obviously you're going to be locked inside your own house. So then you've got a switch. You can stand on the switch and it routes power to the door which opens it or cuts power and closes it the other way around. And then you've got an inverter. So you now have to wire this inverter that says when there's a signal from the detector open the door when there's no signal, close the door. But what it's actually doing is gating electricity reaching the door. So yes. Yeah, okay. So I'm probably okay. explaining it really no, poorly because no, no, I'm you. Yeah, yeah. three or four in. But um, people have used those basic logic switches to build an entire game of... Is it, I can't remember the name of the game in arcades, but you throw the ball up the slidey thing. Ski ball. That's it? Yeah. So they've... Some guys invented a <laughs> a um a, like a, a two hundred meter stretch of just open space where you punch the ski ball and it goes into the right slot and there's a fucking scoreboard next to you and then you look at the wiring he's built inside the game to make it work and there's a billion wires man people and have got thousands of so inverters and too much time and too <clears throat> smart to. Fuck me. But all these guys did was just give you the tools. And it's very much a Minecraft game. Yeah. I've never played Minecraft, right? I never got it. I never understood why. Well, people but have built working computers 
yes. in Minecraft. They've built the Taj Mahal in Minecraft, yeah. and it looks like the fucking Taj Mahal. Yeah, but building something to look like something and building something oh. with a network of circuits. Well, what was the thing I saw the other day? It was um, street lamps in video games are using real electricity to turn on, and it was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> But I've, yeah, yeah I've, I've seen some impressive. But I've got a base. I've got a base with a bunch of batteries that get powered by solar panels. And yeah. when it's dark, it, you know the bat. You draw from the the batteries, and I've got all these bays with all my fucking. Um, they've now got you can. I think you can ride animals. I haven't tried riding an animal, but um, they've got like um, bikes and jeeps and I want to see APVs you riding a fucking uh, there's dinosaurs in the game time. no I want to see you riding one of those fat mm. meatballs meatballs <laughs> um, I, I haven't named the species unfortunately <laughs> I should have named it I can still go back and, and name it before I upload it um, but I just find myself wandering around a planet just mining material to make a base that no one's ever going to see for no reason whatsoever there's no quest there's no there's no point to it yeah. it's just for some reason it's 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 extremely it's not just satisfying, it's just relaxing. Yeah. Just to go around and fucking collect materials and exactly make stuff. Exactly what I found out of Minecraft. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's meant to be the original point of video games. It's a form of relaxation. Like, I'm... But it's always had a point. I mean, all the games that we play have a quest and you've got to finish the quest and it gives you a little bit of a reward and... Yeah, but that's how the games have evolved over the years. Is now it's got to this point where it's like, you know what? I'm just going to log into this world and just, like, lose myself and it's that, that release that, like, you know... Look, that's certainly true, but I think I think even then, I mean, you look at something like WoW or any of the other MMORPGs, people log in to become an avatar of themselves in another world and escape reality but yeah. and interact socially with other people, but there's always still a quest. You're always doing something with your friends. These games like Minecraft and NMS and, and there's a range of others, there is no quest. You just log in and do nothing. Well, no, the quest, you, you, the quest is to explore. Yeah, your quest is to make up your own quest. Yeah. And I think that's cool and interesting. Well, that's and what I'm saying. That's how there's that's no where we've draw. Gone from. Yeah. It's not a, at all attractive to me as a concept. If you said that to me, I'd be like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll go play the next Batman game. And yet playing the fucking game, it's incredibly satisfying. I just find I find it hard to get into those on console. I just find yeah, okay. having played the original Minecraft on PC with a mouse, yeah. I just find the all of that building stuff really clunky with a controller. I've well yeah. the implementation no, in No Man's Sky is actually pretty fucking pretty good. Like well, it's it's very simple. I had simple. that with um you know with like Skyrim and stuff. Yeah. Like going from originally playing it on PC then playing it on PS3 it was just like the difference in like the way you played it was just like Whereas oh. I only ever played Skyrim on PS4. Yeah, but you yeah. played it VR too, so you played yeah. different experiences. Yeah, again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um yeah. And 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 VR makes the game for for NMS. Even though I'm only playing it probably twenty thirty percent of the time in VR, playing No Man's Sky in VR is fucking awesome. Yeah, well, that's why I asked you whether I'd be look, should be looking at No Man's Sky or Elite Dangerous. Yeah, because Elite Dangerous kind of appeals to me more on the side that, that yeah, there is kind of more set objective yeah. to it. You can actually get proper proper missions. To, and I'd probably gravitate towards and- that now that I'm kind of getting to a point with NMS where it's time to move on. Yeah. Like I've finished the game as insofar as there's not really a finish to the game. You get to the center of the galaxy and you move to another galaxy and start again. Yeah. But that's the point I think they were trying to make is that it's actually not about the ending. It's about the journey. Yeah. So I, like I just went back to year eight English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and it's artistic in that sense too. And the storyline itself, the 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 realizations, and I don't want to. Do I really give a shit if I ruin the storyline for anybody listening? Probably not. It's been out for fucking what six years now. Something it's an like old that. game. Yeah. Um, you're in a simulation. The Atlas, which is this weird, omnipotent space station anomaly that that or pops is it up a every now and then. Diamond thingy that's yep. actually the symbol yep. on the box. So yep. it it is. You and the universe and all the species in it are just a simulation being run by this Atlas computer. Ah, somebody's trying to tell us something. And the original species that created the Atlas are long gone and no one knows, but they're trying to shut... I mean, the Atlas is shutting itself down and you exist inside this 16-minute bubble of time. And how long 16 minutes to Atlas means for you isn't something they really define. But you're just a breath in the wind, really. The the whole galaxy is just just a moment in time for this thing. But I, I think even on that side of it, I mean, even the size of um, Elite Dangerous, I mean, just when you really draw back and look at the scale of those yeah. two games, I mean, you just... Yeah. Or, or go and play EVE. I mean, Or EVE, yeah. Fuck, yeah. At, at least in EVE or there's what a... what the other one's meant to be as well that still hasn't come out. There's probably too much structure in Eve now because the game's been out for so long that the I can't remember what it is now. The core, Star Citizen. Star Citizen. Is it ever going to come out? No, I don't think so. No. Um, but and that was a game that looked supremely interesting when it was mm. when they were talking about it. But it's just it's been like almost a decade now. Yeah, and they've they've made millions of dollars out of it just through people funding it. Which yeah, yeah. For, for what yeah. they get a beta. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but it, it looks like that that really attracts me. Like yeah. if if they had released that, I'd actually buy a beefed up PC for to play that. If you could get a bunch of people and all run like a Star Destroyer. Yep. Yep. Sign me up. For whatever Wasn't we're going to Star be Trek doing. game? Like one guy's the bridge commander and the other guy's a fucking comms officer No, and I'm, one I'm talking a- I'm talking about a, like a, an entire crew. <laughs> I'm sure you'd yeah, like the 501st and stuff Excuse would be me. all about that. And- yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and just just doing that through Star Citizen. But I mean, they've just taken. I mean, that's kind of what they promised, but they've yeah. just taken too long. Yeah. But I know that's what they did with Eve too. Like you've got the fleets of people joining. So everyone's looking at me, knowing I'm going to sneeze again, but it's gone. Carry on. Awkward silence. We need to get the the fourth and final beer. So you guys talk while I get that. Sure. Avengers beta. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I've n- I have not heard anything good about it through any review. Or- I have. You have? I've heard that once you actually want the, the difference between the beta and the actual game is actually substantial. Oh, I mean, I haven't heard anything good about the actual game itself, other than apparently the main, the, the core story is good. Uh, yeah, I've heard that the, like, the, the snippet of gameplay we got was kind of like driving you more to try out everything before you bought the game, whereas the actual game itself is just like play the fucking story. It pushes you really hard to play the story and that's like really pushes that as the core and then when you finish that, it's like, cool, now you can go do the other things. Yeah. But it's like unless you really – like I played Destiny and Destiny 2 for far too long. Like – Looking back on it, like I missed a bunch of games that I should have been playing because it was like. I'm sure, I played Destiny. Hang on. You played the first one. I don't know if you ever got to the second one. I didn't. Yeah, but it's like that thing. It's like you'd log on and it's like, you know, you'd be like, oh, maybe I will try and do that thing I, well, that raid I never did and I'll try and find yeah, a group to do it with and I all did. that stuff. 
the pickup pickup groups were implemented well. I found in Destiny. Yeah. Um, but in that said, though, I am glad that I haven't played it as of yet because I have been hearing a lot of people say it's quite buggy still, yeah. right? And they need to patch it pretty hard. Um, I saw an advertisement on LinkedIn of all places where the um, they were celebrating the tenth anniversary, the gold medal. Um, the swimmers, uh, Thorpey was in there and Phelps and I can't remember the other two. Yeah, they right. won the relay race and they said that because they're, um, you know, they can't physically be together to, you know, celebrate the the 10th anniversary since their win, their gold medal, they would do it via a video game and then they played this game and it, it looked like a lot of fun and I liked the way that they cut it together and filmed their reactions while they were playing the game. The gameplay footage looked pretty fun. But then it got to the end and it was just like a fucking advertisement for the game and I felt a bit ripped off because it wasn't obvious that's what it was at the start. It looked like some sort of social media experiment, but it was just a fucking ad. <laughs> um, it just it, the, it does look fun though. I mean, I, I think the combat looks significantly boring comparison to... It, it's it, a button mashup. Did you play it's exactly, No, I didn't. I, it, doesn't, so, it doesn't interest me. It does have... It does feel different between the different Avengers. Like it does play, actually playing playing as the Hulk and playing as Captain America felt completely different. Even playing as like the two flying, so he plays Thor or Iron Man. They, the way they flew felt different. Like yeah. it, it felt more organic flying as Thor, whereas it felt more like bit. I've I've actually had the Jilted. hardest time. I had the hardest time flying as Iron Man, but I find found flying as Thor was actually pretty easy. Hulk. This isn't the VR game, is it? This is a different game to the Marvel Avengers VR. No, that was scrapped. That's right. that's that's just a demo video, really. Right. No, no. And so, like, but when you're running as the Hulk, you feel like the controls feel like you're lumbering, like you feel like a big like a big ape, kind yeah. of like that's how he moves. Whereas Cap felt a lot more fluid and like the way he jumped around and like through. He looks very Batman esque. Yeah, yeah. And then Black Widow was yawn. Okay. Um, I'm sure she says the same thing about you. Um, but like she was like kind of, yeah, like she felt like more like the mashup of all the other yeah, all the other playable characters. And then Miss Marvel was – Miss Marvel was fun because it felt – it felt how I'd always wanted to play as like – Captain Marvel, you mean? No, Miss Marvel. Okay. Yeah, she's the young girl. Who's, right. Who's coming up in the next movie, isn't she? Or one of them? Potentially, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure she's in phase four. We're in. Yeah, uh, she is. Yeah. Yeah. So she's the. Oh, that's why this tastes weird. She's the daughter all grown up. <laughs> she's what? Huh? The daughter all no, grown no, up, no, isn't no, she? No, 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 no. Ms. Like, Ms. Marvel. She's like a almost like a Reed Richards. Right. Big hands. She's an inhuman. She's an inhuman. She's an inhuman. Yeah. Right. Okay. So and then like for when I hear that story, it's like a lot of it is like post the shield goes dark and like Nick Fury disappears yep. and then. Um, but there's which the is already done once in Agents of Shield. Yeah, but this is the, in the game. It's like then you have the rise of the Inhumans, and like obviously they're pushing them pretty hard now as like the replacement of the X Men. They kind of have to. Well, yeah, licensing but, rights and all that. But yeah, like I, I but don't. Disney's got it all now. They bought Fox. They bought Fox. They got it all. They did too. They yeah. did get it all. Everything except fucking Spider Man from Sony. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I will Ironic. play. But like, it's mm. cool. It's good being able to like. I don't really ever read It looks reviews. like a $20 video game. I would play it if it was a $20 video game. Yeah, I think it's just it's more it's more fleshed out than I think we've really had the chance to see. Well, from what I'm hearing from people who are playing it. I just don't know that I would sit down and play a whole game like that. It'd be 
to me, it's a $20 game where I it has my attention for two hours and I'll never play it again. Yeah. Or get online with the boys and get really drunk and laugh your fucking ass off. But that's more because, hey, look, Dan's still walking around with a dude in his hand because he's playing Hulk and he's like three levels later and he's still carrying this dead body around with him. I did watch a guy, like, you could he played with another dude online, but he was Iron Man and, like, Iron Man's ultimate power is he summoned the Hulkbuster. Yep. But then... That'd be other, awesome. But other characters can get in. So if you summon Hulk, if you summon the Hulkbuster, like, yeah. and your friends running around as Cap, Cap can get in the Hulkbuster. Oh well, yeah, and that's like that's pretty good. That's fun. I, like yeah. that. I just yeah. want a GTA Four, uh, GTA Online experience with my mates before they fuck the game up. That's that's what I want. It's not. It doesn't have to be set in that world. I, th- I think something like that would is where we sort of want to go with the online play because it's yeah. uh, it's a little bit more free to do what you want. I think the- Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption 2 online in the same formula as GTA online would have been perfection. Yeah. Just, hey, look, I've, that? I've tied Dan to the fucking train tracks. Want to watch, Tom? Yeah, shit like, just like that. Random like, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. shit. You make your own fun. Yeah, and, and I think that's what, I mean, Avengers will be very tied to yeah. the, the, the area that you're in and... I'll still play. Not a, not a huge amount of abilities. I still think it'd be fun to get four of us together and play it I'll, online. I'll play it when it goes cheap. Yeah, um, yeah. And when it's a twenty dollar video yeah. game, <laughs> or they or they release a game of the year version where you get, um, yep, yeah, uh, I can see that, like a a full a full all the DLC DLCs yeah, and including yeah, the everything rest. like that. This so. is a a really funky ass beer. It's weird, eh? Mm, this is weird. It's almost so, perfumey. Yeah, there's coriander and lemongrass in it. That's that's that what, would be why. That's exactly why yeah. when I read it, I'm like, oh, okay, that's why it tastes weird. So this is the VPA from Garage Project or the uh, Venetian Pale Ale. Greetings from Venus. Wish you were here. Um, not actually established over 160 years, an ale brewed with spices canned on Venus on behalf of the Brewing Corpse by Garage Project. That's just the front of the can. And then it has... It's a fucking cool picture on the front it's of the can. It's an excellent, too. yeah. It's like a proper painting artwork. It's um, it's very Full Hat-esque. Mm. Or that... um. That Fallout in Space, the, the Outer Worlds. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. actually, fuck yeah, that's what I'm going to play next. Fuck. I'm go. glad you said that. Fallout in Space. The Outer It was made by the same guys that made Fallout New Vegas. Uh, came out Wasn't six, that a Bethesda? Yeah. It's a Bethesda no, offshoot, isn't it? Uh, don't think so. They were they were somebody else that were commissioned to make New Vegas. Mm. Um, and Yeah, actually, you're right. I these, was reading about the whole series recently. Yeah, and they, they made the uh, yeah Fallout in Space. Pretty much Fallout yeah. in Space. But this uh, beer has a fantastic blurb, which I have to read out in the voice. Do it. Summon summon your tired energy to get it done. I can do this. His Majesty's Colonial Brewing Corp. Fancy yourself as a bit of a brewer? Then enlist today in His Majesty's Colonial Brewing Corp. It's damn thirsty work for the smashing chaps of Earth's armed forces. Spending your days up to your danglies in mud and razor wire, bringing a bit of civilizing influence to those ugly Venusian brutes, can leave a chap parched. That's where the brewing corp comes in. How's your average Tommy meant to go over the top if he hasn't had a bloody good pint or two of warm bitter to get his ardour up? It's brewing at the pointy end. A precocious little number using some of the more unusual local flora and fauna you find lying around here in the less civilised parts of the solar system. Lemongrass, kaffir lime leaf and grapefruit peel meld seamlessly with Venetian spear fungus and that funny green stuff the local chappies seem to be licking off the rocks. Zesty is the word that springs to mind, and it's bloody good for the morale. 
And remember, buy war bonds. <laughs> <laughs> Did you add that in, or does it actually no, say I that? that <laughs> I, I might, um, I might remove that from this part of the podcast and put it in the break as the little ad in between. Yeah, do it. Um, Fallout, Fallout New Vegas was developed by Obsidian Entertainment. Yes, there you go. Obsidian, you Obsidian have done a few other good things too that I've played. I can't mm. remember what else, but. I will totally play the shit out of Fallout in space, though. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? I've got a backlog. Uh, Uh, The Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds. worlds. Don't get it confused with The Outer Wilds. It's another (laughs) very good space game, apparently. Okay. Cool. The Outer Worlds. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. I think I've seen the um, box art. Go home and buy that tonight, I think. It's released October 2019, so it's almost a year old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Six to 12 months old. Well, Spider Man released two years ago. Ah, which you released five years ago. <laughs> which they're now going to do for free. Free it on a PS5. free upgrade for PS5. Yep. I mean, that game looked great on PS4. I can imagine yep. what it's going to look like. But I just started playing and... again the other day, and I just I'm now they, and then like the day later they announced that, and I'm like, oh fuck it, I'm going to wait now. Yeah. So it's I... free if you if you fucking own it. Yeah, they're, no, they're I think it's free. awesome. I think it's awesome. But uh, same as GTA Online when they or GTA Four they did free for PS4 if you bought it for PS3. Oh, uh, okay. Well, the uh, CD Projekt Red's doing the same for Cyberpunk. If you buy if it on, yeah, it. okay. Well, don't say that, Tom. I'm pissed off that I bought the. Could be the new Star Citizen. <laughs> no, it's not going to be because they're far more reliable than that. I I'm pissed off that I bought the super duper deluxe. You know, have to sell a kidney to to buy it version of the next uh, of um Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I pre-ordered it. PlayStation 4. It was before there was a PlayStation, PlayStation 5, 5 announcement. Yep. So they, that they caught sucks you on cock. that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because you, you want it for the statue to add the true, collection. True, true. And then they'll they'll do an upgrade on the game. Like, Or I'll just buy the game by itself again. Yeah. It's not Ubisoft a big deal. Ubisoft is not going to give it to you for free. On no, I never said they were giving it to you for free. <laughs> I said they'll do an upgrade on the game. I don't know if I hit a marker for this beer, but yeah. Anyway, um, I really like the beer. It's it's so unusual. I, it, you I can't like put. You, tell you what, though, if you didn't like coriander, you would fucking hate this. I don't like coriander, um, but I I think that's really good. I think the all the spices are there. Yeah, and everything's really the well layered. The lemongrass is in there as yep. well. I can get that. Yep, it's just really well layered. It's nice. It's spicy. It's clean. It's a fucking garage project beer. It's got that really yeah. I'm surprised we didn't pick up. Uh, we, you guys didn't pick up any of the Moon Dogs. There's some odd Moon Dogs in there at the moment. They've done some sour ones, and I got the oh, sequel done, to the. We've, we've done a couple of them anyway. We've yeah, done, we've done heaps of Moon Dog. Um, and there was a sequel to the, one of the um, what was the Jean Claude Van Damme sour? Straw Claude Van Damme. I think that's what it was. Yep. So oh, I saw that in there. I didn't realize that was different to the one that we'd already so, tried. No, yeah. that's the Sir Plum McCartney. Yes, it's the mullet series. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> okay, it's yeah. um, I've I had the Sapphire McCartney. It's like it's thick. It's I'll be having that in a couple of nights' time. There you go. It's double C oh, thick. Let us I've know. Got how a, it goes. I've got to lay off the gin. We're going through two bottles a week at the moment. Oh fuck, me and Louise are going through a lot too. Two bottles oh, a week damn. though, Dan. Yeah, That's... we're only going through one, but yeah, I have. I've yeah. adds up. Of you add one hundred and sixty dollars to every Woolworths order, and the groceries only cost you forty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I agree. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, speaking of cyberpunk, I got really bored the other night, so I bought a game that I've been eyeing. No good off. can come from this. Uh, yeah. Well, no, it did actually, because I love detective games, I love noir games, and I love cyberpunk. So I've been eyeing this one off for ages. It's an indie game called State of Mind, mm. and it's really basic. I shouldn't say basic. It's like very angular polygoned graphics, mm. but done very well. 
Um, it's set in a cyberpunk world, in a Blade Runner-esque cyberpunk world. Uh, it's basically just an interactive story. Okay. Um, and it was good. Like I just, I just enjoyed. It's exactly what I wanted. I just wanted to get in there. I wanted markers to be thrown up in small environments to be interacting with people to do yep. some cool techy futuristic cyberpunk hologram shit. Yep. Um, and for it to have this gritty sort of undertone. Uh, and it didn't. It didn't. Um, didn't fail. Um, yeah. It's cool. The you you play a journalist uh, who's actually voiced by Geralt. The guy uh-huh. who voices Geralt, which cool. I didn't know until I started loaded it all up, and uh, I he know started, that voice. Yeah, he started to speak, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Anyway, um, and uh, minor spoiler, but it, you find it out pretty quick. Uh, it's you play two characters, uh, and one of them is a partial upload of the main character. So uh-huh. you're trying to break down how they got his consciousness uploaded or part of his consciousness uploaded to their their virtual world. Yeah, right. uh, the guy that's in the virtual world doesn't believe that it's a virtual world, so you have this interaction between the two characters via their video call link, yep. um, and did, they're, they're trying to deconstruct it from both sides as to how this all happened. Did I talk about the, the, movie, the, the TV series Upload on the podcast? You did. Yeah. Because it's fucking eerily similar. Oh, really? Okay. Except that, I mean, in Upload, he dies... And he doesn't know why he died, but he ends up uploaded to the afterlife, which is a VR world. And and he interacts with his still flesh and blood girlfriend via video call. Well, it sounds very similar, but this this is this is you can see this is a very typical cyberpunk where it's going very corporate espionage yeah, yeah. kind of, which route. is exactly what upload is. Oh, okay, okay. Like he has to. It's a detective series, but it's not a detective series. Well, yeah, right. Well, yeah, well, this this is kind of thing too, but he's not a detective. Yeah. he's he's a journalist. He's an investigative journalist, um, but he's a journalist. This um, guy's a coder. So, like, I yeah. would, I would, if you haven't watched Upload, thoroughly recommend you watch it. What's it on? I don't have what it's on. Amazon? Oh, no, it's on Amazon. Prime? Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're watching the boys on Amazon at the moment. So, yeah. But yeah. state, state of mind, I, I, Sorry. I probably wouldn't recommend it to you guys. You probably wouldn't enjoy it as much as... It sounds like it's... Is it kind of like Telltale game-esque? Like- not really. You cho- there's no choices involved. It yeah, literally okay. is just a an interactive story. There's there's markers in the room um, yeah. because of your your HUD, your, yeah. your, your installed HUD. Yeah. Um, you've, you've got... Uh, you make video calls through that only you can see. The hologram appears in front of you. Nobody else can see the hologram. Um, and you'd literally go to the marker to interact with the person or the bits and pieces around the world. Yep. Um, and it's literally interact, interact, interact until you get to the bit that the, you need the, to the, get to. The bit that you need the to get to. The story. And then it progresses from there. Yeah, right. okay. um, it's literally an interactive story. No challenge to it, no quick time events, no nothing, but just well written and well done for an indie game. It's a story. Well, I, I mean, really enjoy it. It's a story. It's a good story. just so. goes back to what we've always said on this podcast and have said well before the podcast. If yeah. you've got a good story, the graphics are fucking irrelevant. Yeah, but it's it's a very stylized graphic. Like, it really fits. It fits that weird cyberpunky world that yeah. they've they've created. Uh, and you, I'm almost getting through it to the point where I go, well, are both of them actually in a virtual world? And that's why both worlds are... Represented Very meta. In, in this way, so I don't know where where it'll play out in the end. Um, yeah, but cool. Yeah, it's, it's super interesting. I'm enjoying State of Minds. It was fucking cheap as shit. Oh well, they're, having, good. An, they're having another big PlayStation style sale at the moment. I think I'm pretty yeah, sure they're trying to move stock before PS5 starts to well, no, wind down digital, people. Digital sale. Yeah, no, I, 
Yeah, for PS4 games though, right? But how, how are they moving stock if it's digital? They're trying to Try make it. as much money as they can before on PlayStation 4 games before everyone says, yeah, I'm not going to buy that PS4 game because in three months' time there's going to be a PS5. I'll just save my dollars. Because you'll watch it. It'll curve down in terms oh, of sales for PS4 well. games. It probably already has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's why they're doing those kinds of sales at the moment. We'll see shitloads more. Yeah, it was, I, was, I was considering because that Days Gone was like 79% off or something stupid. Yeah, but it's like, good. Do you it's, guys still have big, your PS3s? But no, my nephew's got it. And then I gave him actually, I gave him my old PS4, so he probably doesn't even touch the PS3 anymore. <laughs> I've still got mine in a box. I haven't plugged it in, but... I mean, we'll have PS4 sitting next to PS5 for some time anyway. I imagine probably three to six yeah, months just probably, to finish no, off whatever we're playing. Well, no, because yeah. I probably won't because if the PS5, because I'm going to get the disc it's edition. backwards compatible. It's backwards compatible. Why do I need two true. Yeah. boxes sitting there? Very, very yeah. true. Um, I'm definitely getting the disc version. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, there was some, I don't know if it's fake or not. I'm undecided. Saw, saw on the internets today that someone put up an ad for they're making 250 24 karat gold versions of covers and they're like 9,000 pounds. But it's like Uh, the toss of the border fucking McLaren and then covered it in Diamantes. Or or not Diamantes, Swarovski fucking crystals. Oh, yeah. There's been a few of those. uh, The rich knob in India that bought the, did the diamond uh, covered fucking face mask. (laughs) It's just, yeah, people with too many dollars and not enough sense. Spiky. Anyway. Anyway, we might end it on that positive yep. note of, of fuck the rich idiots. Uh, we all sound very tired tonight. So <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like it's that. It's been a little lackluster. And I'm at that point where I haven't decided if I'm going to have, if I'm going to stop now and probably crash or have 11 more beers. <laughs> He's just... at the turning point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, talk to you again in like, I don't know, four, to, four to 12 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Some point. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye.